Tales from Ravenbrook. The Thing of Whispering Grove. March 13th, 1997. My name is Chuck Bennigan. I have been forced by my therapist to keep a journal chronicling my thoughts and experiences. She says it is a way to get it all out. There was also something about reliving past trauma and overcoming it or some bullshit, but I will do it anyway. Hell, it may help in the end. So I guess, here goes. In the fall of 1980, I ran a small construction gig out of Ravenbrook. It wasn't anything special, but it allowed me to live pretty comfortably. However, slow days meant strapping on my backpack, lacing up my boots, and disappearing into the mountains, sometimes camping overnight. No strings attached, just the wild and me. This particular trip led me out to a small clearing in the Whispering Grove area. It was August, clear skies, and I was two days deep when the world decided to play a cruel hand. I was mid-step when reality unraveled like an old sweater, turning gray and fuzzy. It was like borrowing someone else's glasses, but worse. I finished the step I was taking, started another, and the gray twisted into shapes that made no damn sense. It was like I crossed some invisible line and boom, day turned to night. No breeze just stifling air, and the trees were swapped for jungle-like madness. Except, there were no stars. Just this eerie light I couldn't place. Adrenaline hit me like a freight train, slowing down time. A high-pitched keening filled the air, chilling my bones. I took another step, and that's when it whispered, Gotcha. Not to me, but to itself. Fear sank its teeth in me, froze my heart for a moment. There I was, stuck in time. It felt like a lifetime, maybe more. But finally, Sala saved me, made me gasp for air. As I came to, I realized I needed to get the hell out of there. I slowly stepped backward through the same steps I came in. Over my shoulder, I saw it. Dark, hairy hand reaching for my throat. It had pale, spade-shaped nails, clean like they belonged to some manicured beast. Its thumb was lower and had thin fingers, but powerful. Black hair covered the whole damned thing. Its thumbnail grazed my neck as I stumbled back, and before I could react, the hand vanished into thin air. Two more steps back, and the world reversed itself. Everything became lighter. Trees returned to their original places. The strange, unfamiliar area I had stumbled upon became familiar again. I found myself back in the Whispering Grove. Terrified, I kept moving backward. Then, I saw it. The shimmering oval patch where I had come from. The woods behind it like underwater chaos. By the fifth step... It disappeared and everything was back to normal. My lungs were on fire. My adrenaline was pumping. I spun around, ran down the trail. My legs had never moved so fast. I didn't think they were capable of it. 
I didn't stop until I reached my truck. It took me two days to get there, but only three hours to escape. The ride home was a nightmare. Thoughts of driving my truck into that trap haunted me. It was like a portal. It somehow hid itself on the way in, revealed only when I was back out. I had terrible nightmares for years, and I still can't wrap my head around what happened. My fingers are trembling and my hair is standing up on end as I struggle to write this damn account. Years have passed, but the memory of that terrifying encounter clung to me like moss on an old tree. Nights were the worst, constantly haunted by shadows of that whisper and the hairy-handed beast reaching out of nowhere. I tried to shake it off and pretend it was a fever dream, but the scars run deep. The woods, once a sanctuary, once my safe place, now held secrets darker than the shadows beneath the firs. I always knew that there was something funny about Ravenbrook. Mind you, I have seen my fair share of strange things, but my beautiful whispering grove, tainted by a portal I never asked for. People can call it a trick of the mind, but it's tough to forget the cold sweat that dripped down my spine. The fear, not of the unknown, but of something that should never exist in the first place. The whispers persisted, echoing in my ears even in the light of day. One evening, fueled by some damn strange curiosity mixed with cold sweat and dread, I found myself back in the whispering grove. It felt like a twisted pilgrimage, a reluctant return to the scene of the bizarre crime. But I couldn't help it. The air was thick. Memories resurfaced as clear as day as I approached the spot where the shimmering oval had mocked the laws of reality. There was a part of me that hoped it was a one-time thing. A fluke in the cosmic machinery. A trick of the mind, as one would say. But deep down, I knew better. The woods seemed to whisper back. Tales of creatures lurking just beyond the veil of the normal world. It wasn't just Bigfoot, but something more. Something that wore the skin of night. The keening sound, a phantom soundtrack to my nightmares, now reverberating in my ears. Why was I doing this to myself? Every step toward that cursed patch of air felt like a dance with madness. My heartbeat synced with the memory of the whispered, gotcha. I expected the world to unravel again, to plunge into that unnatural darkness, but nothing happened. Instead, a different unease settled in. The fear of the familiar. Was it waiting? Biding its time until my guard was down? The trees stood silent witnesses, their branches casting ominous shadows over me like prowlers in the night. The jungle-like growth that had replaced the familiar pines seemed dormant, but alive, like a coiled serpent. I stood there, a lone soul on the precipice of reality, half expecting that whispered word to pierce the silence. But the only sound was the wind, a gentle rustling of leaves that mocked the earlier absence of it. That, 
and the heavy breaths that escaped my chilled lips. Doubt crept in, causing me to question my own sanity. Was I losing my mind? Had I succumbed to the trauma of that day? The forest held no answers for me, only the echoes of my own footsteps as I retraced the path backward. I prayed I would see it, if only just to know I am not crazy. I didn't know what to believe at that point, but I knew deep down what I had seen. I wasn't crazy. The shimmering oval, once a portal to the unknown, now looked like a rip in the fabric of the ordinary. A scar, a reminder of a moment when the world turned inside out. As I took the last step, I heard a piercing roar that echoed through the trees. It was guttural, otherworldly, and beastly. My knees locked in place. My heart beat faster than it ever had. A strange scent curled my nose, nearly causing my stomach to turn. I felt like I was going to be sick. At that moment, my body freed itself from the terrifying shackles of torment. I began running and never looked back. I had gotten what I came for. I didn't need to see it. I heard it. That was all the confirmation I needed.